Hey, it's Sean Fennessy, host of The Big Picture. Did you just see the latest tentpole blockbuster? Or a surprisingly fun new movie on a streaming service? Or maybe you just want to bone up on the greatest films ever made? From reviews to rankings, career retrospectives to movie drafts, and everything in between, The Big Picture is here for you. Listen to The Big Picture for free on Spotify. Claire Danes is here. Hi. I feel like you've been in my life for a long time. Really? Dating back. I'm a 90s guy. Oh, yeah. Well, then. Then your show started, but it was pre-internet. Yes. My so-called life. That's right. It would have had a totally different outcome, I think, in just yeah, about prob- any other Probably, yeah. Era. Yeah. It, we didn't even make it through a full season. We were right. canceled at 19 episodes. Um, and But then it got bought by all these other outlets and had this kind of bizarrely long afterlife especially on mtv i think it was just like played on a loop on mtv for years after that so it um yeah it was it made it made an impact but kind of after the fact in a way like so yeah it seems like there's one show every year like that because the next decade was friday night lights where right was also jason kadams who was a writer on my so-called life oh that's a good point yeah when he Really had a hard time delegating to any other writer or voice, but Jason was worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Because that one hits right before this whole streaming thing happens and the ratings weren't quite high enough for NBC. Right, right. And it's this constant battle whether to keep it. Yeah. But if it comes along five years later, it's golden. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, uh, there's just, there's just so much television now, but it, you know, it gets to survive because it all, it seems like everything's so atomized now. Um, so you don't get canceled, but your viewership's probably a lot smaller. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know, remember? Yeah, think about my so-called life, probably it would have been like a top five show now. Yeah, just I think we that's had less right. Networks. That's right. Yeah. It's really, I think the effects of that are actually pretty profound. Um, I don't know if they're entirely good. I mean, there is there is value in it, I think, for yeah. sure. Um, but then there's that echo chamber problem. But I think like both shows probably have the same thing in common where it resonated really deeply with a specific demo. Yeah. And I also think it was very fresh. Was it was it was pretty novel. And I love that um, David Bowie quote. It doesn't matter who does it first. It matters who does it second. You know, right. like I, I do think it was it 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 was a little early with its um style and its oh yeah you know yeah it's met content <laughs> you know it was unusual to have a, a girl insecure kind of heady retiring girl at the center yeah. of the story and and to just spend all that time in her internal my so-called life like that what? was an amazing TV year. It, was it feels it like a lot of TV stuff changed. Yeah. Really? Because you else? had, that was when you had Friends in ER. Oh, right. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. when you had NYPD really starting to push yeah. the envelope of what That's a true. crime drama That's was. That's true. And Ed Zwick and Marshall Herskovitz uh, were the executive producers and they had done 30 something. Yeah. So it was, you know, related to that stylistically, I think. Which is but, now coming back, which is how we know we're oh, old. Yeah, they're, is it? they're, they're oh, bringing wow. it back with the, I think the original people, but so, it's going to be their children. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Cool. Yeah. All but right. But then all the originals get to still be on it. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Everything circles back. It is funny how some shows live on and some other shows just go away. Like, I think my so-called life lived on and was able to keep resonating with these new generations of kids. Yeah. My soul cycle instructor of all people approached me after class the other day and said that her Maybe it wasn't the other day because it was around the end of summer, but her daughter was going off to college and she was taking a few things. And one of them was on my so-called life, like DVDs. Oh, yeah. I was like, people still watch DVDs? Never mind my so-called life. But it was just it's very surprising that it is still relevant. I mean, it's amazing. It's just, it's it's um, and people really do approach me about that as much as anything, um, uh, which is which is wonderful. I, I, it is, it's, you know, it's kind of a classic and, and I apparently a little timeless, which is fantastic. I'm still really close with Winnie Holtzman who wrote it, um, who also wrote Wicked. Um, so she's, she's rad. I haven't forced my daughter to watch it yet or not forced. How but old is she? She's so she's 14 and she's the perfect age to watch it. She, I was, I was waiting until she could get into that. I was 13 when I did the pilot. I was 14 when right. I filmed it. So she's age appropriate. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. She does push the envelope with some of the stuff she watches. Especially like what? What is she into? Everybody like seems to be into Friends now again. Friends made thing. a huge comeback. But sorry, I, I No, that's, what, that's one of them. Yeah. Because I think Friends has not only a timelessness, but um, it's just kind of a safe show. Yeah. Yeah. It, all the themes. It's a bomb. Yeah, you you know? could, your 11-year-old could watch it and you don't really yeah. have to worry about anything. All yeah, this stuff yeah, sitting. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then some of the other stuff, like Netflix had a show called The Society, which I didn't realize she was watching. Oh. And that has some themes in it. And right, right, right. I was like, all right, well, I guess we're pushing the envelope with that one. Yeah. But I fe- our philosophy is they're going to find this stuff anyway. And if we're throwing our bodies in front of it, that's just going to make them want to watch it more. I think that's probably true. Yeah. 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 But, um. But I think this is the right time. There's really not that many shows with strong high school female character, you know, that are the centerpiece. No, of it. no, it is. Uh, it's it remains unusual. <laughs> right. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you got that, you were living in New York, right? And then you yeah. moved out to do that. But yeah. you hadn't really done any work I at all. A little right? bit. I mean, a very little bit. I, I, I had I got an agent when I was 12 and yeah. I worked, you know, Pretty consistently, so you but you like I did it. a TV movie here, a pilot that didn't get picked up there. You know, I had some experience, but it was modest to say the least. Um, but I had like much more confidence than I had any right to have. Yeah. Um, and they were an amazing group of people. Uh, uh, you know, I already named the key players, but it was they were, you know, just lovely and responsible. And, you know, it was kind of an ideal way to begin you know it was it was a very kind of healthy little culture that I landed in um and uh but yeah my parents and I just flew out to LA and was that being driven by you or them that you wanted to be an actor it was really weird yeah I was way in and I just had always known that I wanted to be an actor inexplicably like from the age of five it was just very evident that that was my calling. And then I was told around maybe nine, age eight or nine, that most actors didn't actually make that much money, which seemed concerning. Yeah. And so I um, 
I then revised my plan. I was going to be a therapist and do acting workshops on the side. And, um, but, uh, but a year later I made a formal announcement to my family at the dinner table. And I said, you know what, money or no money, there is no plan B. I am an actor. And, uh, they were like, okay, the, <laughs> that's and, great. And we're doing this. Uh, we're doing this. So, um, they, again, they were, I felt like they were humoring me, but so I started you taking, you knew I just knew, I just, soul. I really, really did. And then I, I started taking classes at um, Lee Strasberg when I was 10. And then I oh, went wow. to, you know, uh, yeah. Hyman Roth. Yeah. And then I Jesus. went to a that performing was one arts. Of two biggest acting schools. Yeah. It helps living in New York City. These, yeah. these resources are are readily available. But and then I went to a um, performing arts junior high school, and 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 there I met kids who were doing it professionally. And so I kind I learned what a headshot was and how you go about getting one and finding an agent. And I had done a couple of student films because my best friend, I danced, and my best friend danced, and um, I'd done a few productions, like in way, way off-Broadway theaters, um, these avant-garde productions yeah. when I was a very tiny person. and But, you know, and my my friend had done a student film and that same director was doing another student film. So her mother recommended me. And so I had this little bit of like footage that I could show agents and stuff. And yeah, so I, you know, would rollerblade to my auditions. Um, <laughs> I mean, dorky as all get up and That's very, uh, very sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take off my like wrist guards. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but the stakes were low. Like, you know, I, I think that helped. I had a day job of like going to junior high school. So, right. um, and I just really loved and that was it. it. Yeah. And then I, I kept getting work and, um, you know, and then I would get these screen tests every so often. My dad would fly out with me and we were all just so bewildered. And when my so-called life happened, when we moved out, it was literally the day after those 94 Northridge earthquakes, you know, that oh, massive yeah. earthquake. Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff was going because OJ was that year that's too, right? right? Yeah. That's right. And, um, and Rodney King and not, you know, like it was, it was a lot. So, um, but no, but the earth was literally undulating you know when we got when we when we went yeah yeah. we we had these aftershocks it was just it was a very striking metaphor (laughs) you know we were uh, we were feeling like pretty like we were on shaky ground literally and figuratively but you know it all worked out my parents are still here I dragged them out here and my mom they had been artists and then my dad was a contractor for 20 years my mom ran a nurse uh, like a toddler school in our loft in Crosby Street for majority of my childhood but then they, my mom went back to grad school here at a place called Otis in her 50s, and they live in Santa Monica. And nice. My dad built studios from them in the backyard, and, you know, 25 years later, they're making their art and showing it together. It's cute. And it's, it's, it all worked out, but I that's moved great. back as soon as I could. So I'm producing this movie, this documentary for HBO that's that's finished now, that Alex Winter did. Oh. And it's called Showbiz Kids. Oh, and it's really? About, um, okay. It's about... Um, when kids become famous, but mm. not like that's funny. The stereotypical way of the yeah. way you would think, where it's not like oh the Corys and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. more about this little art that kids have. And one of the big themes is about failure with child actors, and oh. you know, either losing a role or you have yeah. a show that gets canceled, huh. and you're a 14 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh shit, I can't yeah. believe yeah my show's gone. Did well, you feel that what, when you? What, yeah, to, but that what inspired you to make that movie? 
Alex is a former child actor. Uh-huh. And it uh-huh. was a topic that he was uh-huh. really obsessed with. Mm. And for all the reasons that people wouldn't think it's a good idea. Yeah. You know, they would just think it's going to be like the sexy sensational version. But it's right. actually like you've thousands of kids every God, year trying to break so into the business. I so much what that means. I, like yeah. My heart is kind of breaking just thinking about it. But yeah, that so sounds when, really fascinating. So when my so-called life got canceled. Yeah. How did you deal with that just as... Well, we had shot the pilot and it did not get picked up. And I went to high school. Yeah. And um, and then kind of halfway through my first semester, it suddenly did get picked up. So my heart had been... I had been devastated already. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was a good primer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was... It was confusing. We... It... it yeah... It's, we, the viewership was low. We had so heard grumbling. Yeah, it, it 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 was not a total shock, but it was a disappointment for sure. Yeah. What do you wish you could have told yourself, the person you are now, till the four, tell the fourteen year old, be ready for this, be ready for that. Is there any advice you would have given yourself? Oh gosh, I don't know. I feel really, really lucky that I had the parents that I did, honestly, because Mm. they were with me the entire time in a way that wasn't, you know, cloying. It was uncomfortable because it was at the moment when you're supposed to be starting to drift away from each other a little bit and have just a bit more space, um, uh, you know, uh, between you and, and the reverse was happening where I was like bunking with my mom, which definitely created tension. Yeah. But, um, you know, they were, they were there to make sure I had the right tutor and, you know, got what I needed and was safe. And, um, you know, so that seems to be the recurring theme of when this it? actually works well. Right, right. Because I knew when a lot of kids who are... emancipated uh, uh, themselves when they were like, I don't know, 14 or something. It's like crazy. And they're living on their own in some Oakwood apartment, you know, like I, I, a few. Of, I mean, they've done OK. I mean, they landed you know, there uh, amazingly. But I think it was a much harder course. Um, so. Again, I, I think that was um, that accounted for a lot of my. I don't. Know. They how were really it, responsible for my for for my sanity, you know. And it was always clear that I was going to go to college, and that was um, yeah. Because you made a bunch of movies, and then you basically cold turkey went to Yale for a few. Years. I did. I deferred for a year and made a movie and um, breathed for a second. But I, I, it, it, it didn't. It it um it was something I I knew that needed to happen really for more for social reasons as much as academic reasons I was starting to becoming a, a little strange um, I really mean? was well I mean I was always uh a little precocious I think growing up in New York too and I had you know, liberal parents who were exposed me to a lot really early and you know so I yeah but that just became really compounded when. I was surrounded by adults and, you know, bearing a huge amount of responsibility and and just didn't really go to school with right. kids and, you know, bypassed all of that, which I was very happy to do because junior high was a 
freaking nightmare. Um, and I was I actually, I mean, I think people overuse this word, but I think I was pretty traumatized by it. Yeah. So that was also like such a blessing that my so-called life appeared because I got to kind of release a lot of that and comment on it. And, you know, and I had these perfect words that Winnie had given me and I was um, in the kind of, you know, the uh, uh, these styrofoam high school walls <laughs> rather than right. actual ones. And so it was many steps removed and I got to simulate it, but I didn't have to do it, uh, which I was really relieved. Could you assess what was going on in the outside world at that age? Because like Jared Leto became... America's heartthrob for yeah, like six yeah, yeah. months mm -hmm. and that's happening, but you're in these little walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I just didn't stop working. So like as, as soon as my so-called life wrapped, I then did Little Women and I did, I don't know, it was just one movie after another. And then I did Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> you, did the, you did the Little Women that's now not the latest that's right. Little Women. No, I know. You we've did been, like yesterday's news Little bumped. Women. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's supplanted. I, I know. I think very well. I'm Which one were you, it. Beth? I was Beth. Yes. So who is that in the new one? Because I, li I really like the new one. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I think yet. Beth was I'm, Florence Pugh, maybe. No, no I'm she screw was that up. Amy, I think. I I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. But I'm really super eager to see it. I'm a massive Gerwig fan. So. Um, did you, like, do a double take when they were making it? You were like, wait no, a second, no, I just I'm did just, this. No, I'm old. I am, I am f fully reconciled to that. Yeah, very Every 25 years that movie has to happen. Yes, it's yeah. one of those, you know. Um, I, I'm sure someone it. else will play Juliet also. I think they already have. You know, like, you, you've got to be gracious about these things. I, I can't claim ownership over, you know, the classics. That felt but, like you were, that was, Romeo and Juliet was the first time you got thrown into the Hollywood yeah, big budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commercials, right. trailers, yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leo was clearly headed toward something really yes, major. Yes, yeah. Which you could see for five years. Absolutely. He's one of my favorite young actors, and it seems like it gets... He's amazing. That part got forgotten once Titanic became what it became. But yeah, he did yeah, a yeah. bunch of really good stuff oh, there for amazing. five, six years. Uh, what's Eating Gilbert Grape and yeah. Basketball Diaries. This Boy's Life. This Boy's Life. Yeah. No. Big. Yeah. He's incredible. He, and he always has been. Like he was good what was on he the like Growing Pains. Oh, yeah. Growing Pains. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, some good seeds of Growing Pains. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what was he like? Well, he was... Leo in his early 20s. <laughs> 20s. Oh, so I mean, he was older than you. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Everybody was older than me. That's why it's really funny to now be yeah, so ancient. Would, I don't know if that would go this way now. What? Where you're a 14-year-old doing scenes with a 20-year-old. They're, they they're always a liability. I don't know. I don't know about that. You don't I don't, think so? I don't know if that's the, such an issue. When you're really little, you have to be... <laughs> You have to get tutored, which is a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, and so, therefore, it's very expensive. So, we're, we're, you know, it's unusual that young people are cast kind of for that reason. So, broke down palace. Did yeah. You have to that go was to my gap year. I was in the Philippines. We shot that in the that Philippines. That seemed like a rough movie. I that thought that movie rough. was really good. Thank you. But Thank that, you. that seemed like one of those It was movies. hard. That was the first movie that I made without my mom and without my tutor. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, and it was in a, yeah, it was, it was, it was a rough one. Uh, the, it was dark, 
That movie premise. made me never want to go to the Far East, which is totally irrational. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it like, was. This could happen to me. Yeah, that was. I don't want to go to jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was a tough one. Um, but thank you. Yeah, I liked I liked the idea that it was a story about these about uh, f- female friendship. Kyle, you know that movie? What broke down palace? No. It's a good one. Really? I'm going to Google it. It's a good, yeah. good ending. I don't want to spoil the yeah. ending for the people yeah. out there. Yeah. What'd so. you think of Yale? Would you do that one I over loved again? it. I loved it. I only went for two years. I didn't graduate, which good I still pizza. have really good pizza. Yeah. New Haven Peppies. pizza scene. And Louis Lunt. Really good food in New Haven. Yeah. Um, and my dad actually grew up in New Haven because my grandfather uh, was dean of architecture at Yale. So we had a lot of friends and family there. So that was nice. And um, and it's an amazing school. Um, uh, <laughs> newsflash. Yeah, newsflash. Great school. Yeah. Um, but Smart no, but kids. it but it su- but it did suit me. Like it's um, the the yeah. It, well, it's very artsy. There, it's very artsy. It is. I would say that's the most artsy. That's, Ivy League yeah, one. yeah. Well, Brown maybe. Um, Brown. Brown likes to promote itself as artsy. Okay. I feel like okay. Yale is actually artsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so is. So now the brown people are yeah. Um, um, yeah, so that was, no, it was a good fit. And I, you know, all those wonderful cliches, you know, I met my best friends and my mind was blown and I. So you never finished? No. How many classes you have left? Two years left. You should be halfway like, there. You should be like Shaq. You should just start banging out classes. In the Homeland set. Or did whatever, he do that? Your next movie. Did he do that? That's good for him. He did. I think he. he I don't know. I'm, he was starting to do like. Here and there, grabbing a couple, uh, couple, couple NBA players have done that. That's super impressive. Yeah. I remember I presented an award with Shaquille O'Neal when I was like 15, maybe 16, at MTV Movie Awards or something. Yeah. We were an unlikely pair. I would, would but imagine. But I remember I shook his hand and it disappeared. I'd never yeah. encountered someone that behemoth before. He yeah. Was, and he was so kind. He was so sweet. And he was really excited because his... He said my, he was talking about how his girlfriend was pregnant. <laughs> I was like, oh, that woman. <laughs> Who's your big guy? How's that gonna work? Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but he was lovely. Anyway, I remember that. That's my okay. That's a a tangent. But that's so my, you go to Yale and then that's it. You're you're making movies and everything well, from that point. Well, I on. really thought that I could make a movie a summer, and then of course it doesn't work that way. Um, and I've kind of failed to realize how much work goes into getting work. So I wasn't able to read a script or take a meeting and, you know, um, it was, and then, and I really kind of got what I needed from it. Like that. Yeah. I I sort of got the fundamentals of it and I was supposed to do a movie that fell through and I had to train for it. And that was kind of jarring and a little distressing and, so like I I guess I had taken some time off that I didn't really mean to take and uh, the whole thing started to feel a little protracted and my good friends were starting to graduate and and I missed acting I hadn't worked for three years which was just you know a, yeah that's an like a insanely lifetime. long time for me especially right. um, it's so, like sport, acting and sports are like that where you disappear for similar. three years yeah it really feels like three years yeah a very yeah so and I, I think also. I needed to, I wanted to give myself a chance to commit to acting as an adult and rather yeah. just do it by default or because, you know, out of habit or because I had made this decision 
you know, when I was a kid. And uh, and then, you know, show enough, it turns out that's, in fact, what I wanted to continue doing. But uh, I really did give myself a good whack at, you know, uh, entertaining other possibilities, which was uh, incredibly thrilling. I had a great time. What's your favorite movie you've made? It's a tough I, I think I think Romeo and Juliet just because it was so, um, it was so surprising, you know, and it was ambitious and it achieved everything it wanted to. I think, and I liked the idea. And a really creative director. And a really creative director, mind blowingly so, um, and that was really exciting. So, you also had some pressure on that one, because. Yeah, sure. People were like, uh-oh, they're doing Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And they they have these two hot young actors. Show? Yeah, they, this uh, better be that good. That was canceled. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, no, you were you yeah. were the yeah. up-and-coming it actress yeah. there for a little well, bit. Um, yeah, but, you know, I've made others. I don't know. Uh, I forgot about making movies. I've been making TV shows. For so I know. <laughs> so, TV show. For so long. It's eight years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You started making it, and I had... That was the first year we had Grantland, which was the website before The Ringer. Oh, oh. And we just threw ourselves in the homeland because we loved it. Oh, okay. And we were covering it every week. And, oh, right. All um, right. It was such an original show and the characters were so vivid. Mm, mm. And it's interesting. Now you think like earlier in the decade compared to now mm-hmm. and your character in Homeland who's, you know, has some real issues. Mm-hmm. And in the early part of the decade, you just meant, oh, man, she's batshit crazy, make all these jokes. But right. now I think there's much more sensitivity about some of those issues uh-huh, uh-huh. and how they're portrayed both mm-hmm. on a show, but then also how people talk about them. But mm. that was not the case in the early 2000s. Mm. I guess that's true. Yeah. Because my whole thing was like, Brody, run. <laughs> run, from, <laughs> run from that. You weren't She's wrong. nuts. You I wasn't totally wrong. wrong. But no. then it turned out Brody was even uh, yeah. more nuts. Yeah. But that was a great season. And it was interesting, the show after that season had to reconcile, all right, what do we do with this? Because this worked, but Brody was probably only meant to last one season, but now you got to actually keep going for the second season. Second and then ultimately third, you know. I actually think in retrospect, it would have been better off if he blew up at the end of season one and he just moved on. I don't know. They wouldn't have had Franny. True. They wouldn't have Franny. But maybe you could have snuck that one in anyway. (laughs) I don't know. They spend a I weekend in like, a cabin. I kind of like that he, 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 there was such a long Brody shadow that was cast throughout the rest of the season. He never really went away. I mean, because they it's had true. this child. And then in this final season, the conceit is that, you know, well, she's been uh, in the custody of the Russians for seven months and she was denied her meds. So she totally unraveled and... You know, there's a big question of whether she was turned or not. So, so she in fact becomes Brody in a sense. Um, so oh. that's that's the that's, that's the, the premise idea. for that's this That's the one? premise. That's one of them. But yeah, so she's she in some ways she becomes totally fused with him, um, which is kind of nice. The good news is there wasn't any traumatic stuff that happened to her over the course of no, the series. She's she's totally fine. Yeah, she's doing okay. Snatch. She. <laughs> Average lady living in America, in D.C., <laughs> working for the government, doing some stuff. Yeah. No. Um, she has way too many lives. Uh, it's, uh, you know, she's a magical creature. Yeah. She's endured Do you, after you've played somebody for that long, is it tough to imagine that person just kind of dying for yeah. you? Yeah. 
Yeah. She's gone. This is a very awkward beat right now because, yeah. you know, I'm still doing ADR for the show. I'm promoting it now, obviously. It comes out very soon. And uh, so I'm still tethered to it. I'm still kind of in it. I, I don't think it's really going to occur to me that it's over until we're in April and I would be going back to film the next season. I mean, right now, the pattern hasn't really been interrupted. Yeah. I'm doing what I've always done, which is recover, you know, have a holiday, Christmas, and then promote it. And, you know, and, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite there yet. And, uh, it's yep. so big, you know, like this year I turned 40, we had our 10 year wedding anniversary and this nearly decade long odyssey of Homeland is ending. So it's quite seminal and there's like this really it does feel like a stark line the end of the decade yeah in a lot of yeah senses. exactly that's yeah. right it's um uh it's it's um pretty stark and i don't know i'm i'm i don't i can't even begin to think about where i might go next it's it's hard to believe that there is a next you know it's going to be a process you know where it's leading eventually you seem like you do. It's just really exciting. What? Where? A Angela, age 40, coming back oh, for yeah, like a yeah, TV, yeah, 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 TV yeah, movie yeah. or a movie or something. Yeah. Oh, Angela man. at age 40. Yeah. She's got two kids. <laughs> Aww. She's still in touch with That's some of the gang. True. Yeah. Because all these reunion shows, these yeah, are the true. projects now. Yeah. It's like, oh, this was successful 20, 25 years ago. Right. We got to bring it back. People no. love this. Oh, gosh. I can't just spend the rest of my life no, you can't. redoing you what can't. I did in the first I bet it gets pitched half. to you, though. Uh, when the 30 something thing made me think anything was possible. Yeah. Because I was like, my mom's excited, but my mom's 72. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom is like really fired up. The show's coming back. So I was like, once that happened, oh. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you feel like Showtime is properly indebted to you? That was the first big show they've ever had. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was like their first time. It's true. They really looked HBO in the eye and they were like, we have a show that you're <laughs> super jealous of. <laughs> uh, that's a happy characterization. That's it's true. Really, yeah, I think it is true to a certain extent. It um, definitely leveled the playing field. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel, I really feel very lucky that it was as good as it was for as long as it was. I mean, I, I'm so really that it was it was ambitious to try attempt to maintain the quality of the show plus know, with all so the many. real life characters shifting yeah toward who should be well, on and the it reimagined itself every every yeah. season which i think is a reason why it was because then the russians have to come in as the show keeps going right but they in the do. first part of the decade they weren't so why would you relevant. have the russians it's yeah. all isis and it all that kind of thing anyway yeah yeah hmm. um so it it was um it was like origami or something. It just kept kept getting refolded, you know. Um, have you it, had have you had those like farewell dinners, all that stuff? We farewell had parties. one. We had one the other night. Fox and Showtime threw a really really lovely party for us. It was fairly intimate, and and uh, speeches were made, and tears were shed, and you know it was nice. Um, but yeah, we had, and we filmed in Morocco for seven months. So we had a rap party there. We filmed here in LA. You filmed in Morocco for seven months? Yeah. What do you do with kids? Cyrus went to school there and Rowan learned to crawl there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He went to an American school. We lived in Casablanca and uh, 
the George Washington Academy. He went and, you know, it all kind of worked out. Man. But we've lived in South Africa for half a year. We lived in Berlin for half a year. We, you know, yeah. But your husband's also acting in, in yeah, all kinds well, of Yeah, well, Hugh um, took a role on this season. So um, that worked out. But Is he a good guy or a bad guy? He's a bad guy. Is he a bad guy? He would tell you he's a good guy. But I would say he's a bad, he's a bad guy. guy. We don't actually have any scenes together, but really, um, yeah, no. I you mean, didn't sneak yes, one in, like, in, just in an elevator together. Uh, <laughs> no, I would <laughs> in a that, line at Starbucks. That would have been tough. I don't know if I would have. Uh, yeah, it would have been hard to maintain focus. But um, no, it was really cool. It was really cool to share the show from the inside out uh, with him like that. Well, congratulations. I mean, thank that you. That show, 2011. That sounds right. Yeah. Because that was when Grantland started. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you went the whole decade. Pretty hard to do on television. Yeah. Yeah. And I really, I feel a little Rip Van Winkled by the whole thing. Like, uh, I've been, you know, within that ecosystem, you know, and and so much has changed. I've changed a lot, you know, but the world and the the medium, the industry has changed a lot. So I, 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 it's, uh, I'm not. I don't quite remember. No, how it like all functions now. I was kind of hoping it would end. You know, how some shows stay like one season too long, and they do just some completely cr- crazy idea that doesn't work. Yeah, I was hoping with President President. Uh, what's the character's name? Who <clears throat> on Homeland? I'm Carrie. President oh, yeah. President Carrie. Oh, President Carrie. I think, and then like her her meds get hid for yeah. the the cliffhanger episode and then we just never know what happens. Or she's or, working for the Russians. Yeah, or the whole time she's yeah. undercover or something. Uh, but yeah, uh-huh. they did a nice job of never having that once because I remember 24 had a season like that where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. man, all right. It's same, same it guys who they did 24. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes, especially when you're on that tightrope of it's got to be thrilling and we have to have surprises and yeah. turns. It can, I mean, I think we really did see it as a novel um, yeah and uh yeah do it, you think they knew what the ending was like years ago or no. was it one of those no no no, no 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 because we were mirror always mirroring what was happening in right you know the actual world which we couldn't anticipate and it was it was hard really hard in that i guess it was the sixth season yeah when it, we were waiting to see who would be elected and so we had this president character that had to be kind of broad and flexible enough to accommodate all the you know the different possibilities but you and didn't then, accommodate for the possibility we ended up no with no <laughs> we did a little bit i really? mean she I, she was mm, um she was kind of had a rogue spirit and was uh it, it, which was a little bit similar like she was yeah um on she was on the political fringe a little bit you know um, Does she tweet twenty times a day or no? No, but 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 that was that was stressful. You know, they were yeah. and and then it, once the outcome was determined, they could um, they had something concrete to work with. But, yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, congratulations. Thanks. Congrats on everything. Thank you very much. It was great much. to talk to you. Yeah, finally. so nice to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you for having um, me. Thank pleasure. you for the coffee, which <laughs> I really needed. You're yeah. Welcome.